Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to another episode of the Adultish Podcast. You can like, listen, comment, share, and subscribe to Adultish on most streaming platforms. You can also find Adultish on Twitter at Adultish, P-Z-O-D-C-A-S-T. another brand spanking new episode of the adultish podcast as always it's your host Sophia, and i'm joined today by my lovely insightful and beautiful co-host mr vincent bernard vincent please say hello to the world hi world <laughs> <laughs> i'm switching it up on mofos you know Ooh. He got to keep us on our toes. Well, I got to keep folks on their toes. But no, for real, for real. Hello, world. You know, it's just, it's summer, girl. You know, yep. I'm really happy. You know, <laughs> I just feel so good about the fact that it's, it's, it's getting warm or it is warm. And the days are longer. Yes. Like it's almost nine and it's still light. And I just love that. And so I'm feeling good. I'm watching lots of movies and catching up on all of my old favorite classics mm-hmm. that I love. Yes. That's right. time for reminiscing. Exactly. And one of my... Okay. It's also my... We, we bonded on this as well. this film, yes. We have. We both bonded on this as well as, as many. In Brooklyn College, before this became a thing, Years before we knew that our souls were siblings, we had bonded on this film. And what we love about Bram, oh, the film is Bram Stoker's Dracula. I don't know if I mentioned it. Yes, and what Francis love, Ford Coppola. Francis Ford Coppola directed it, exactly. The, the director who, who bought us the Godfather trilogy and Apocalypse Now and the Cotton Club. And, mm-hmm. and you know, he's like, you know, he's, he's a genius. And, you know, he's... He's very celebrated. So anyway, Bram Stoker's Dracula was his telling of of, of the novel, and I remember like just the like the, the film was such a big part of my my everything, my childhood, my adulthood that I read the I I read Dracula because of the film, expecting it to be like the film, and it wasn't. I was really disappointed because yes, it's not, I remember doing that too. Like I didn't even read it yet. I bought it yeah. because I was like, oh, I love this film so much. Let me buy it. And I just mm-hmm. kept the book there because I was like, this is not going to at all be like, girl, it's all. not, it's not like, I mean, I read it because it's a classic and it was one of those things where I said, okay, I'm going to finish this because it's a classic. You have to finish it or whatever. And I did, but 
I was like, there's no love story here. How come he's not like trying to get Mina? Like that was how, that was how much Francis Ford yes. Coppola. And I want to say he probably well maybe not him initially did that but I want to I want to say that like maybe that Dracula also inspired a lot of the future iterations of Dracula where it was this intense love story between Dracula and Mina you know right because prior to prior to Francis Ford Coppola's version you know there had been several incarnations of Dracula and he had always been violent and there had always been some not always, but there, in, in the earlier ones, there was some version of a love affair either between he, he and Mina or he and Lucy. Right. Like, more violent. Like this one, he was violent, but he was romantic. But upon watching it recently, because like for, for, for me, when I work, I work from home. Sometimes I'll just have the movie on because I like the music, it's dramatic. And I love the colors of the film. I mean, it's just so much red. Yes. Like, it's so much red. It's Ooh, just... Gary Oldman was just like, Gary Oldman. With those spectacles. Ooh. The spectacles, right? The and the hat. part it's with the hair. And, and it's like, it's Ooh. like, even if it, I always laugh at that scene when he's crying because, you know, Mina tells him, Mina says, I'm I'm marrying Jonathan. And yes. he's like, what? And he, his face his is all His face changes. And yeah. Exactly. Like, that's when he's horrifying. And what, so like, okay, so so this is the, to get to the point, because I'm a little tipsy and stoned, and I can talk about this. <laughs> it's a really good movie, yes. It's very, 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 very good. And I just love to look at it. And the scene with the three brides, and oh my God, yes. all of it. Yeah. So, so then the film happens, blah, 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 blah. Dracula lures Mina's husband, Jonathan, to his castle, keeps him prisoner. Yes. Right? So then Dracula goes to London because he's like, I'm going to get Mina because she looked just like my 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 woman Elizabeth who killed her. Who, who Elizabeth yes, Betta, who right? threw herself right? off the cast. For those of you who don't know the movie, long story short, mm-hmm. Dracula like became Dracula because he renounced the church. His woman yes. killed herself. Right. Um, so the Turks, and, the Turks and, told her that he yes, died. The Turks told her yeah. that he died. She threw mm-hmm. herself off the tower and died mm-hmm. and then the catholic church told him that we cannot bury her because she killed herself and it's exactly. against god's law right. so he renounced right. god and right. so in this part of the film that, that vincent's talking about mm-hmm. uh dracula has lured this man to his castle he sees that the man's you know woman is almost identical to his woman yes. and so he has his three brides raping essentially raping him right raping, exactly yes um, mr jonathan harker right. which is something His that woman. we kind of glance over the fact that three women have been raping this man repeatedly right right um, exactly and, and it's so seductively done because they're like come to me yes jonathan. come to me jonathan come to me and, and all you see is their hands coming out the sheet yes, and yes. The and, and, bed, and then you see breasts and red and teeth and blood and blood and it's just this scene is so, and then he comes in and it's all this like, how dare you touch her? And they're like, you've never loved. And he's like, I too can love. Like it's all this drama. So then, all right, so bam. So now he's like, I'm going to London to get my girl. Yes. Right? That's not my girl. So I just, I'm just a girl. I did, exactly. I just peeped this y'all. Yo, when his boat, when Dra- cause Dracula gotta get there by boat. When his boat pulls in to London or England, Yes. It's not even docked and he jumps off the boat. As a wolf. The first thing this dude does is seduce and rape Lucy. His, his woman's best friend. best friend. Now Lucy, 
And the film is described as the vampy one because yes. in the film, she has these three suitors that are interested in her and she loves their attention, but really yes. Lucy knows her body and enjoys her sexuality. Yes. And I believe it's implied that she's also a virgin, but she's just more in touch with her, her with sexuality. Her yes. Whereas Mina is more virginal and pious. That and very cute. Victorian, like, very Victorian. oh, no. I hate Winona Ryder's accent. It's horrible. Oh, it's very terrible. As but is like, Keanu Reeves. As is Keanu Reeves, exactly. But, like, Lucy has red hair, and she's vibrant and effervescent, and she's, like, you know, very sexy. So the moment Dracula does when he comes into London is he seduces and rapes her. And the scene when he gets her, is it's like... So she comes out of her bed. She leaves her cross on the bed. She has this red, they're like 90s, like sexy negligee. And yeah, she's walking. Very like a see-through, made. chiffony yes. kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. And it's bright, it's bright red and it's juxtaposed up against this dark background. So she shines. And what I noticed is that Mina's wearing white, like, you know, pure Virginal. white. Virginal. Lucy's being lured to Dracula. And there's another foreshadowing shot where they show her legs like, the, the gown is blown away from her legs and it almost shows a crotch. So it's letting you know what's about to happen to her. Then you see Dracula. He's like ravaging her, you know? Yeah. And like, as a child, I remember watching this, this scene and thinking like, oh, okay, well, this happens to her because she's kind of the slutty one. But like, you know, like, you know, not understanding that, you know, women can own their sexuality yes. or whatever. But like, now when I'm watching it, I'm watching this scene and Dracula is like raping this woman and he's drinking her blood and she has no, she doesn't know what's, what's happening. And afterward, after the, the, you know, it stops and she's talking to Mina and she's so horrified. And she's just like, I don't, I, I didn't have a, I, I couldn't stop myself. You know, like, it, it, and I, I don't know why it sat with me this time. And she's like, the blood, I can taste the blood in my mouth, his eyes. Like, I can't get his eyes on my head. She's like, I, I, I couldn't stop him. And it's like, I'm like, this poor, this poor girl was raped. And then every night Dracula comes back and drinks her blood. And it's just the whole idea of like the wanton woman. Yes. I mean, and, and it's a lot of with the color. I mean, a lot of that coloring, just a lot of how they develop that character altogether yeah. gives you that, right? Like this whole idea that red, well, this red yeah. symbolized, right? It's very vampy. It's very sinful. It's the color of the yes. devil. It's, it's you know, it's heat. Yes, Anger. it's heat. It's passion. Yeah. It's fire. It's destruction. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of those things are associated with the color red, right? So... Of course, you have Mina, the one that he wants, the pure, the angel, the love of his life, his eternal, you know, love or whatever. She's the one that's that, you know, is depicting the purity of it. And then you have Lucy, who is depicting like, you know, the vampiness of it, because at the end of the day, Dracula's whole like everyone's whole perception of Dracula is like he's walking with the devil like this, you know, right. like he's the right. antichrist almost type right. of in this way. And, and, and yo, and you know what else, and you know what else just, just, you know, just to not lose a, the point and to piggyback what you were saying, what else I noticed, there's a scene in the film where he's got the spectacles and the, and the hat, you know, when he mm-hmm. bumps into Mina for the first time. And there's a scene, yo, where he grabs her and he takes her aside, he hypnotizes her and he's about to bite her neck. Yes. And then he stops him. So he says, no, I'm not going to do this. I don't want to do this like this. So he gives Mina agency, if you will, and gives her the choice that he doesn't give Lucy or the other three women that became his bride. It's like to him, they're just his whores. Yes. You know, Lucy, like you're saying, the virginal one, she gets a choice where he just, he opts not to just take, he could have taken her right there when that white wolf was carrying on in that theater. Yes. You know, I just peeped that as well. I'm just, you know, just to, 
Like yeah. that can be a fuck. <laughs> that that's yeah. So I mean, like I remember watching that and and like you very much looking at it with you, like you know, yeah, she's she's got the red hair, and so we're supposed to kind of like associate that with the evil or like the sinful part about it. And because she was also very again open with her sexuality, she had the book, the Kama Sutra book. <clears throat> that she was flipping through and showing Mina like, Oh, you know, like, do you, do you think they really do it like this? And do you think they really do it like that? It's kind of like this whole, well, you can expect the wanton girl who's, who's hypersex to, to want, you know, to then become the wife, the, the wife of the devil It's it's almost this ideology that they're perpetuating that like, because she was more, she was closer to sin. She was easily, she was more easily susceptible to, to his whims. Because right. again, you find like when, when he's around Mina, he's not really putting on the heat and the sexy for her. He's trying to win her romantically. Whereas right. with Lucy, it was very sexual, very passionate. And again, it was a rape. Essentially he raped her. Yeah. And, um, you know, he came back several nights again until he finally made her his bride. And then exactly. And condemned died. her to hunger for human blood forever. Like now the shit like, that always bothered me was the fact that like he purposely went through Mina's friend. Like that's, yeah. that's the shit. That, yeah. The thing that kills me is that like when Mina wants him to turn her, Yes. I'm like, but you just slapped him in the face right. for killing your homegirl. And right. now you're like, well, fuck that bitch. I want to be with you. I want to be with you. Exactly. And exactly. Just like that. <laughs> exactly. It's like, how? Right? But poor Lucy. I mean, Lucy got a raw deal. She, really she was did. supposed to marry her. She was supposed to be Lady Homewood and marry some rich dude. And this nigga Dracula came in town. Tons of babies. Yeah, and then like the next time you see her, she comes down in this like white gown, and she I love like the, her last scene. Oh yeah, she's holding the baby, and she just drops the baby, and she just drops that baby <laughs> like a ton of bricks. I felt exactly, sick. and you just really like, hear like the when it falls, darling, come let me caress you, and he's like falling under her whim. And yeah, so he's and like, yeah, like, Van Helsing's like, just you know, put a stake to her heart and chop off her head, and chop off her head, and she vomits all the blood on him. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, it just got me thinking about that whole idea, you know, just of how she got such a raw deal. And you know, we've, I mean, of course, there, there's been all kinds of think pieces about these kinds of things. You go back and look at movies and talk yeah. And, I, and yeah, you know, we don't want to call them problematic, but like, yeah. it, you know, it's just things that we never really witnessed. And one thing that I did mention to Vincent previously was that I too have been watching um, just like old movies. Well, not mm-hmm. old movies, but movies that I watched when Older, I was younger. yeah. Over and 20 so years old. You have like um, Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar. I actually enjoy that movie very much. It's Patrick Swayze, it's Wesley Snipes, and it's John Leguizamo. They play three drag queens from New York City. They're, they're trying to get to, I think it's Florida for like a drag show. Um, they're trying to get to LA. They were trying to get to LA, right? Cross country. Okay, yeah. yes. They were, trying to get to, to they were supposed to fly cross country, but mm-hmm. instead of flying, they decide to um, turn in their tickets, buy a car, drive. Mm-hmm. They get lost in mm-hmm. somewhere called Snydersville, just like some random West Bumblefuck place. But before that happens, there is a scene where, as I watch it now, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a little bit annoyed at how 
it's downplayed and like made com like made the, the fodder of the comedy in the film. So mm. there's a scene in the movie where all three drag queens are driving and also we only ever see them in drag, which yeah. was another the beginning of the movie. Yeah, That's which the- is like yeah. another issue that I kinda have with it because I feel how like always in drag. How are you always in drag? Like Drag queens are drag queens, and then they are themselves at the end of the day. So it's kind of like, yeah, being a drag queen is like work. So like, why are you working 24-7? Like, I didn't understand that. But that's not the point. Thing was, is that they get pulled over by this police officer uh, for a broken taillight or or for a taillight that's out or something to that effect. But when he pulls them over he decides because he is a police officer he can exercise his authority over them right. he removes vita which is patrick swayze patrick swayze's right. character out too. of the car and yes he's also racist he's because racist. he tells her you know like we don't see um whites driving with niggers and spicks around here exactly. right like openly racist um up off the bat right and so pulls vita out the car and it's because vita is more concerned about the fact that she's in drag and her driver's license is going to have a man's face and a man's name on it um however the cop is just more interested in sexually assaulting her right (laughs) and this is what he does so he puts his hand underneath her dress Mm -hmm. And goes to cup what he thought would be a vagina. Right. And it's because he gets a penis and a pair of balls. Mm-hmm. He is stunned. And right. then Patrick Swayze, I believe, like punches him or he shoves him. He falls on the ground. Right. They think he's dead, but he's just passed out. Right. Now, this is all made to like kind of be a getcha gotcha comedy of like, yes. he was expecting one thing, but... Boop, boop. He actually got something else. Ha ha. Good on him that he tried to do it and he found out that it was a man. Right. Right. This person still fully intent intended to yeah. sexually assault exactly. a woman. Exactly. Like exactly. let's 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 take a moment <coughs> that the 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 villain of this movie mm-hmm. was an openly <laughs> racist, bigoted, and 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 predator. Like yes. Not even just because the rest of the movie basically stresses on. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Or focuses on his um, him questioning his sexuality his after sexuality, this encounter. Right. Because he right. becomes obsessed with having to find these three men right. who look obsessed. like women. 
And he starts thinking about how could you be a man with another man? And he becomes obsessed. So the, the, a lot of the play, a lot of the whole like joke, if you will, is around him questioning, am I gay? Because he was attracted to a man dressed like a woman. Right. And And he thinks it like they tricked him. Like there's this. Yes. They tricked him into believing that they were women when they weren't. Right. But again, we kind of glance over the fact that this man was a predator. And now as I watched this film, it made me think about this was what happened when he pulled over these three. Like, Uh what about all the other women that the imaginary women that he may have pulled over while he's been a sheriff? Like, is this the fact that he felt so emboldened to do that gives me the impression that clearly he's done it before and he's comfortable with doing it and comfortable with getting away with it, which was just like, like that's, it was just so icky. And it's also now looking at it again as an adult, very much like, how do we just glance over this and go back to the comedy of like three gay men in drag? Like, you You know, know, you know, and, and and it's it's funny that you asked that question because as you were, you know, as we're having this conversation right now, I was thinking that very same thing. Like now we just have the vocabulary. We have more of an awareness of these things where, you know, like, you know, now we know, like we, we just know that that's not okay. Whereas in 1995, there may have been an awareness of it. You know, obviously I'm, I'm, I'm sure, you know, yeah. and, and more so to drag queens and or trans, trans, trans people during that time who, you know, saw that and wasn't okay with it. But as a society, you know, even people who were gay and what, you know, aren't drag queens probably didn't really think that deeply about it for whatever reason, because it's like you were saying, the whole idea is, they're drag queens, they're men in drag. And it's the whole idea of like, yeah, they're in drag and we, the audience, we know it. So we know, oops, this sheriff has got a thing going, coming, you know, he's got a surprise. But like you said, like, yo, like- That, that was still so sexual assault. Like either yeah. way you split it. And it's like, it was yes. to, a, well, if it was a woman, it would have been, he sexually assaulted a woman, sexually assaulted right. a woman. But he actually also sexually assaulted a man. And like at the end of that movie, I literally looked at it and I was like, I wonder if, um, Patrick Swayze ever filed charges of the fact that this man sexually assaulted him. Like, you know, like, because at right. the end of the day, it's like, that's what he did. He survived. He did. Like, you were, you ran away because you thought you killed him, but you didn't. Right. Um, right. But you were fighting him in self-defense because he yeah. was sexually assaulting you. Exactly. So I'm like, yeah. I wonder, you know, I'm like, I wonder if they ever did that. And of course they wouldn't have because, again, the whole running joke with the movie was like, you got beat up by girls. And then yeah, exactly. even more like, oh, you got beat up by gay dudes. Oh. Right. Like, you know, that's right. very very like machismo it plays in all these homophobic like yeah ideas that 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 then you could do it's it's like you know recently i was watching tropic thunder and that's that movie still cracks me up you know but but there are things that they you know like retard they used to work like you know there's that whole scene with robert danny jr as a black man yes talks about going full retard and how you know he messed up and how he went the same way that Sean Penn and, you know, Cuba Gooden Jr. went on those films where they went for retard and they, they went to Oscar. You know, so it's like now, even though then the, the word retard was considered a bad thing, but he, like I think more so now, <laughs> a lot of the jokes in that film wouldn't fly. No. Because A, we have more of an awareness and B, there is an idea, this 
a degree of political correctness that yes. we have now as a society that's kind of annoying in some ways, but that does work, you know, you know. It's but kind it, of annoying in some way. Because yeah. I mean, like, so going even going back to um to Tuan Fu, like another thing that I remember picking out of it was the fact that John Leguizamo's character, Chi Chi, um, yeah. was very big on like looking presenting female. Yeah. And in the film, there's this young boy who becomes enamored with Chi-Chi and John Leguizamo is almost like, it's not even almost, John Leguizamo decides that he's going to have a life with this boy. Now, yes. the first issue is that this boy is a young teenager who doesn't know his head mm-hmm. from his elbow. And right. then the second thing is, is that John Leguizamo, I'm, I'm, again, this is what I'm trying to, and as I'm talking about it, I'm talking through it. I'm trying to make it make sense to me because it's almost as though John Leguizamo's character was more trans than anything because he was just right. like, he wanted to live a life like as a woman with yes. this young boy, right. but they had to keep reminding him like, you're not a woman, you're a man. Right. Right. Um, and then my problem was that like, but you're also a grown man allowing this really young boy to like be influenced or like you're taking kind of taking advantage of this young boy and you're not even saying anything about it either Mm -hmm. so how did you how did you even think that that relationship was gonna fly like once he did realize that you were a man um and then also like why are you as a grown man like falling for this young boy now to be fair they also don't give ages to people in this movie but John Leguizamo was a grown ass man in that movie. Like he yeah. didn't look like a t- young teenage boy. Right. So, whereas the boy who was the actor, he was a young teenage boy because his romantic interest ended up being a very young teenage girl. It's Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee and Bobby Ray. So, <laughs> you know, things like that to me, like, again, I'm not, I'm not condemning the movie for it and I'm not going to hate the movie for it, but it's like things like that, that pop up. But to your, but much to your point too, you have where like the political, the awareness in our political, um, you know, correctness can really ruin a film. Like you found that you have um, Boomerang mm. was like right. one of those movies that was being attacked, and then it was being attacked so much so that it started to affect the show that they based on the movie. You right. know, because yeah. of course, you know, Eddie Murphy's character, he's a he's a womanizer yeah. and yeah. he will lie and do anything that he can just to get into a woman's pants and like yeah. treat her like trash. Yeah. Um and so a lot of think pieces came out about like how toxic he was and all that other stuff like that. But then that shit then it affected the show because I think like at one point on the show they were bringing up like the fact that Marcus Graham had this past of womanizing women and maybe he sexually <clears throat> mm-hmm. assaulted this one and then this and that. And I'm like, why? Why? Huh? In the film? No, on the oh, show. Oh, on the show. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. because the show follows the ch- the daughter of Marcus and right. Halle Berry's character. Yeah. Right. So yes. they're bringing up like all the toxic shit that people are writing about the show now. Right into well about the movie now into the show to kind of be like we are aware of the toxicity of you know the 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 um, the, the basis you know of this show and you I'm see, like it's not necessary like at all necessary see that's when and see that's when that's when the awareness and the and you know the vocabulary and, and having that knowledge and vocabulary that's when it bites us in the ass and people you know, get this a little bit too much on the high horse. And it's like, like, come on. Like, it, it's, it, uh, you, we can't start crucifying, you know, or we can't, 
look to crucify things that happened in the past. And and I guess we can and we can't hold them, you know, we can't hold them up to the same standards of what was then. Yeah. You know, we grow from it and understand that that's the way it was then, but like it's not like that now. And I'm done with it. You know, yeah, like, it's, it's and that's what I'm saying. You know, I feel like it's really cool for us as adults to like revisit some of those films and look at yeah. them from a new lens. Um, I mean, it's something that I do. You guys can check it out on my blog, aljthewriter.com, um, <laughs> where I revisit or have revisited Disney cartoons and talk about how yeah. like problematic they could have been or like just things that didn't make any damn sense to us as, you know, as a, as adults that we let fly as kids because we weren't paying attention to any of that shit at all. You know, like for instance, the whole situation between Nala and Simba being siblings. Yes, it is a thing, Um, you know, or, you know, things like that. So it is, I think it is important. I think it is fun for us. And I think it's also like a nice um, mental exercise if you will for us to kind of like revisit things that we saw when we were younger as adults because again we're coming we're coming to it with new eyes and with new lenses and with new perspectives and you can see things that you really didn't see before you weren't paying attention to and for shows or movies like dracula which you know we love there's always something new to see when you watch those things like again for you it was very much like i've seen this movie so many times and never paid attention to the fact that, you know, like this is an actual rape scene that we don't yeah. acknowledge as a rape scene because right. it's a part of his revenge to, you know, get or his his a part of his plan to get Nina. You know? Right. Um, and it's I think on YouTube they acknowledge it. Like if you look up Lucy's rape on YouTube, that scene will come up. So I will say like there is I, I do appreciate that there is or has been conversation about Some it. Conversation and, about it, yeah. yeah. People have outright called it what it is. And it's not that it's not trying to be anything but that, but you know, it's put in the film and it is put in the film to be what it is, which is a rape. But you know, it's it's good to actually have a conversation about what it is. Yeah. You know, so that boys and like, you know, like myself who grew up watching that film can know what the fuck we're watching. And no, we're not just watching you know, sex. It's, it's not just it's not just the rape. It's bestiality. It's like he was a wolf, and that was the, that was the first of two times that he fucked Lucy as yes, an animal. As an animal, he turned yes. her. He turned her into a wolf, and he was fucking her and drinking her blood. And I'm like, damn, Dracula. So you just you just turn the best friend. You defile her in every way you can. Like it's 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 a complete complete destruction of Lucy's soul. Like it's so. I, needless to say. I've been thinking about Lucy. Yes, you've been thinking about Lucy. And yeah, I mean, as you said, that it's a good thing for you to to kind of like has a have as a mean of conversation for your men. I think, you know, again, me looking at that scene in fucking Two on Food to be like, you know, we have a lot of shit going on with police brutality as it is right now, present day. Right. And it's mm-hmm. like we were getting glimpses of this in films, but again, yeah. it was kind of just being like brushed off as just like a comedic um, device, like a comedic plot right. device in a way. It's, it's in this like, yeah, we know that the police can be corrupt and like do yeah. really bad things, but we yeah. don't want, we don't dwell on it too much and just want to make light of whatever we can. And we completely <laughs> glance over the fact that like, this was a legitimate like abuse of power and sexual yeah. abuse and, you know, yeah. trying to strip people of their agency right. because clearly this is someone who has done this before. 
Mm-hmm. Or multiple times and they get off from doing it and they get away with doing it, you know. Right. So um he still got away with doing it, you know, in this movie. Right. And I mean, he needed, it, but yeah. yeah, and you know, still got away with this movie. And that's how I feel even about Pocahontas. And I'm gonna tell you that right quick because you know what I can't get over in Pocahontas. I don't care. I'm gonna just say it right here, right now. Um, we never got justice for Kokuam. Like I never yeah. liked the fact that Kokuam got shot, he died, they took John Smith to, you know, be punished for it. Right. Then all of a sudden, they want to be kumbaya. They let John Smith live. And then Mm -hmm. when Ratcliffe comes to kill um, Powhatan, John Mm -hmm. Smith jumps in front, catches the bullet, and what's the first thing they do? They put um, Ratcliffe, they wrap him up, they say we're going to take him to England and he's going to be tried for his crimes. Who the fuck paid for Kokuam's crime? Like, Kokuam died, no one gave a shit because Pocahontas was out here boot up with the man who shot him and i was like are you serious like this is what we're like we were talking about hate crimes in disney movies and we weren't even paying attention to that like hashtag justice for coco i'm like he's another hashtag like we were supposed to to root for john we were supposed to we were rooting we were supposed to root for john smith and he was the Mm -hmm. fucking villain of the film Exactly. Because no, yeah, he came girl. through like to kill Pocahontas and just be like, I'm here to explore this land and do me mm-hmm. and you know, kill savages and just be done. Yeah, with exactly. It. And we were supposed to root for his relationship with her. Meanwhile, the man who her father brought to her, who would have been a good provider, a good hunter gatherer, a good oh, you know, soldier, mm-hmm. whatever, he dies and there is no justice for him. That's why I say hashtag he becomes another hashtag yeah. justice for Kokuan because yeah. I'm not for the shit. And mm-hmm. the same guy who shot him gets away with it because he's taking the guy who shot John Smith to England so he could be tried for shooting John Smith. Right. But no right. one pays for Kokuam's crime. There is no sorry. There is no, here's a sack of gold. There is no nothing. Yeah, yeah for real. Really exactly. teaching us about hate crimes, like, as children, because that is what happens, her, right? Her real life was horrible, too. And she died at, like, 22. You know what I mean? So I was like, yeah, you know, look look at look at what they were teaching us. Like, it was okay mm-hmm. for you to kill kill people who were othered. You will not get justice. The only right. people who would get justice are other white people. And we just right. had to assimilate and act, you know, just, like, yeah. accept it. Like, that's yeah, what we were being taught. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it, the message is right there. Yeah, it is clear. It's 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 well it's well hidden from you know a child's you know grappling of it, but it's definitely there. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, you know, like 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 you know, like we were saying, it is definitely worth taking another know, look. Yeah, curiosity to, to to give certain things another look from your your earlier years that you know you, you may have loved. It'll be interesting to see how you it's see them. It's very interesting. Uh, I think it's yeah. I, I think it's really cool to do it. And I think it's again, I think it's like a good mental exercise. And yeah. again, I think it's also a good um indication or a good way for you to see how much your perception has changed. Exactly. Because maybe you did notice these things when you were younger, or maybe you're now yeah. seeing them and now you can, you know, because again, your awareness is now oh, you know, taking over your third eye is open, whatever you want to call exactly. it. You're now mm-hmm. being able to see things differently so it's always worth it taking a second look but with that we are going to take ourselves to bed because yes (laughs) (laughs) and we need to go revisit our own damn lives because it's late 
But it was absolutely yeah. great getting the opportunity to chat again with Vincent. It's been a while yeah. since we've been able to do this. So we're going to try our best to do this again. Um, yes. Because, you know, as we said in the last episode, traveling has been keeping us away. But we're yeah. going to do our best to come back to this and, and do this as best as, and as quickly and as often as we can. Um, so with that being said, Vince, before we go, let the people know where they can find you. Absolutely. I'm working on my clubhouse, so that's coming soon. But Instagram, Vince Bernard underscore 83. Vince Bernard on Facebook, Vince underscore Bernard on Twitter. But yes, I'm working on my clubhouse and some of the other shit. Like, I, I need to, you know, anyway. Yeah, gotta work on it. <laughs> you guys can find me on the Instagram at ALJA0214. You can also find me on Twitter at LaJolipoeta. That's L A J O L I E P O E T A. You can also find me on the clubhouse at ALJ August. And if you have any feels about anything that we said, please hit us up via email at afia at digidisnet.com. That's afia at digidisnet.com. Uh, also, feel free to hit us up on the adultish social medias because we are there live and active. You can find us at adultishp0dcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can also find us with that same logo on YouTube. So once again, I want to thank you all for listening and tuning in to this episode of the Adultish Podcast. We will see you when we see you, when we revisit you. Ow, ow. And on that note, bye. Bye.